0: What's up, guys? I hope you're enjoying the show. And before we get to today's episode, I'd like to introduce you to the website that I've been using to record podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, let's get to the show.
1: (laughs) Oh, man, I'm just tickled silly right now. (laughs) Okay, I'm back. Oh, coming through crispy, my dude. That's what I like.
0: Braves. Braves. Braves.
1: Braves. Braves. Braves.
0: Braves. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey. Hey. Guess what? Braves. 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 Braves won the World Series for the first time since 95. Braves. Twenty-six freaking years. Braves. Took us long enough. But hello everyone and welcome to episode twelve of the Brave Birds Podcast. As you can see, we're all ecstatic about the braves, sorry, we took a week off. Um, <laughs> we had a very um party week pretty much for Artie and Will and Rhett. I was down in Disney, so I was gone the whole week, so I wasn't able to party with them sadly. I don't
2: remember most of the week
0: exactly, so we all had to take the week off, but we are back. Um, so guys, um how about them Braves?
2: I'm just I'm so happy, but at the same time, like I'm just ready for next year. That was one of the first things I said before Will went home. I was like, I can't wait till the Braves start playing again.
0: Oh, I know, right? Especially after this year, and I can't wait to see who we pick up. We have until I think it was like November 16th is the la is the off season um trade deadline pretty much. So we'll see if we can get solar power back. Duvall back, Rosario back, and I can't wait to see what Freeman's is going to be. But let's talk about the win, boys. Let's talk about the champions. Fuck the Astros. Let's talk about and those the motherfuckers. Yeah, fuck them. So let's start with it. Already mentioned right. we uh, first win Brand. since 95, first Go pair Brand. since 99. Um... Solar Power. What a series. He takes home the MVP. He is also the very first um, player ever in the World Series to get the leadoff home run in the top of the first inning of Game 1 in the World Series history. So no one has ever hit a home run on the first at-bat in the World Series. Or the first game in the World Series. Which... It's very crazy because I thought there would be at least one other, but you know.
2: I think it's awesome.
0: Um he hit three home runs total this series this whole series and just messed the Astros up. It was great. So
1: I'm gonna I'm already. do you wanna tell him about our adventure that we went on basically? And, and recap sure. and recap how we got to the World Series. I mean, you're the one with the bigger adventure. Yeah, I just so t- I just bought a ticket and drove four miles up the street. That's true. That's true. So, Zach, you like you you reminded me because of the Solar home runs. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, obviously we all saw the first one um, in Game One. I mean that that's incredible. The lead off. So I'll, let me just set the stage. <clears throat> it's Halloween weekend. I'm here in Denver. My friends who are from Atlanta have flown. Into Colorado to see me here. I have told them beforehand, listen, y'all can do whatever you want, but on Sunday, I am going to Atlanta for the World Series. They end up rerouting their flights for Sunday morning, and instead of flying back to where they stay, they were we all went to Atlanta. So it's Saturday night, October 30th. I'm out, I'm celebrating. My birthday happens to be that day. We're all out in costumes and stuff. And we are watching the game at a bar in black and white because it's spooky season, apparently. Like that was Halloween themed. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm celebrating so much because of the Braves of the World Series. I'm out at dinner with friends that are Astros fans that were so. They didn't. They, I mean, like we were probably just as obnoxious, but just because they're Astros fans, they were obnoxious. We can't even tell if there's runners on the base. And then we go down, it's 2-1, to one, and we see Dansby Swanson and Solaris home runs back-to-back. Back, and the narrative was perfectly set for all of us to fly into Atlanta and go home because the Braves end up winning. We go up 3-1, and as Artie and I are walking into the stadium, we kind of have this like mindset of we have the opportunity to witness history right here. My friends and I, so I basically stay up all night, catch the first flight out of Denver. Artie and I go, and we're, you know, my friends and I, all of us are standing there watching the game at Game 5. And I kid you not, when Adam Duvall hit that Grand Slam, the entire place, it didn't erupt. It just started vibrating around us. Everything was loud and just (laughs) moving, just filled with Braves energy. I mean, probably one of the top moments that i can remember one of my favorite memories of all time of braves history
0: if uh i think if charlie morton didn't break his leg we would have won that game yeah for sure
2: i think yeah i I think honestly if we don't have to play two bullpen games basically we win that in four or five um and honestly I, i can't imagine if we had soroka and morton what that would have looked like we would have just swept them
3: and acuna
2: and Acuna. I mean, if here's the thing. The weird thing about Acuna is has a, if Acuna doesn't get hurt, I don't know if we pick up all the guys that got us to where yeah. we were.
3: No, I think we would have picked up one to replace Ozuna, but I don't know if we would have grabbed all three. And they all three yeah. played major roles. They,
0: they're all three the reason we were in the World Series. Well, four.
2: I'll just say one thing about that specific evening um, and when that Grand Slam happened. I think even though we didn't end up winning that game, I think at that moment when we hit the Grand Slam, everybody knew we were going to win the World Series. Yeah. Whether it happened in that yes. game or six or
1: seven, we knew we were winning the World Series when that happened. Exactly. And so Artie, Artie, and Brett and I ended up watching the the fi- we watched the final game, Game Six together. And I mean, I, it wasn't until probably like a day and a half later that I, I, I really sat down and it hit me that the Braves had won the World Series. You know, we picked up all these guys at the trade deadline. We had lost tons of people over and over again, and they had gotten us so far with our regulars to win it. And I, I think already, I was thinking about, I was going back and like wondering why it was. The reason that it didn't hit me so hard. When the Braves won Game Six, you know it didn't hit me right then and there. Is because that moment had already happened when I watched that Duvall Grand Slam. No, yeah, was... I'm
2: I'm with you there. I think that was our that was our like celebration moment, and the rest of it was just yes. kind of settling in, the, <laughs> settling in the feeling that we were going to win the World Series. Oh yeah,
1: yes, yeah. because like that, the way we reacted to that Grand Slam is exactly how we would have reacted had we won the World Series. I mean. Everybody's cheering. We are high-fiving. We are hugging each other, yelling at the top of our lungs. Like that's how I imagined that we would have celebrated the World Series. And when we finally did win, it was almost just like closure. Like we just I mean we were just hugging each other. We were hugging each other. We were still celebrating, but it was almost like the the long rest was finally here. And that like the Atlanta curse had been broken. We were so just thankful.
0: Yes, that was so lit. I was sadly, well, I guess not really sadly because Disney was awesome, but I was down in Disney watching it on my phone while we were in the park. How dare you? I know. I tried to get to a bar, but couldn't really get there. So, you know, but I freaked out (laughs) When when it went off. I still jumped out of my chair. Um, Kylie, every time, she wants to wear her Brave shirts every day now, so, Good. <laughs> and she says go Braves all the time, so got that good. into her, and good. you raised learning. your child right, yep, <laughs> good, she's learning, <laughs> but she, yeah, going, she can hang out with us now, <laughs> going back to the games with Freddie, and his home runs, he played great, um, there's actually a cool stat with the home runs in his. So there are only his home run that he got was 460 feet. There are only five plus home runs that are that long, like five 460 foot home runs in the postseason since Statcast started. Freddie has two of the five. Freddie's just getting all those stats up. And he we deserve, better give does, him He deserve what they're chanting for. Pay this man. We better give him all the money that he wants. Give him the stadium. I know, right? Like come on now. He can just have Truist Park.
3: Can I say one thing baseball related but not Braves related? Yes. The NL MVP award finalists were just announced and it's Bryce Harper, Juan Soto
0: and Tatis. Yeah, it's embarrassing. What? None Bullshit. of them made the playoffs. Bullshit. I hope Soto wins it. I'm I could, still, as long it, as it's not Bryce. Soto is I awesome. I love Soto.
2: Soto great. Hey. Okay. In my opinion, with those three, Soto is great, but I can't possibly see a world where Bryce Harper wins it when he's so highly touted and so highly paid. And it took him, what, three and a half weeks, four weeks before he even passed an injured Acuna on home runs?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I think that I, I just, I don't see that as a reason where you can put him in an MVP race when there's all these other players that one made the playoffs and two had better impacts on their teams. I think if he's the most valuable player, he at least has to be the most impactful player on their team.
0: Oh yeah. Let's not forget the series that mattered the most to him. He went 0 for 12.
2: Exactly. If you're an MVP and you're the most valuable player on your team, you can't be. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you miss...
1: twelve at bats. Yeah, you're talking about the, the series against yeah, the Braves. Yeah, because whoever won that
0: series was going to the playoffs.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And we swapped him and he went zero for twelve, and Austin Riley went like five for tw- uh, five for fifteen or something like that. But you Sorry, know, guys. but talking about rewards, let's go, Freed. And let's go Duvall, both Gold Glove winners mm-hmm. for their positions. I'm pissed that Austin Riley didn't get his, which was ridiculous that he wasn't even a finalist. Pissed but that
3: Albies didn't get
0: his. Yeah, like. Brave just gets snubbed on so much stuff. You know what also pisses me off? Snicker didn't get. um. Yes, I know. I talk all this crap about Snicker. Oh, Say it. I know. I know. I talk about him and he made some bad decisions early in the year but he's apologize. not, he's not, I'm sorry, Snit. I'm sorry. He's not in the uh talk for manager of the year, which is, I think is BS. Well, I agree.
1: It, it, uh, so first question, who, uh, before I, you know, Zach, we backtrack this a little bit. Who is, is in uh, talks for the manager?
3: I already know who's going to win it. If you want me to say that.
1: Yeah. Well, go,
0: okay.
3: go
1: ahead
0: and say, is it the Cardinals?
3: No, it's the Giants. Oh, d- uh, he was. Oh. They were not projected to make the playoffs. They were projected to have like sixty wins, and they beat the Dodgers out in their divisions with a hundred plus wins. He's going to win that. True. They had like a four percent chance well, to make the playoffs before the season.
0: So for NL, it's um, Cardinals, Mike Schilt, um, Giants, Gabe Kapler, and uh, Brewers, Craig Consul.
1: I think that the Giants. I think the Giants really deserve it, um, but.
3: I know the Cardinals had a great run at the end but I cannot see it justified with the season that the Giants had although Cardinals had like a really great run at the end yes they did but the Giants did that all year long to get yeah. 100 plus wins you can't argue that <laughs> The True.
1: funniest thing yeah and the funniest thing I can I I just keep coming back to is imagine Imagine that you win a hundred plus games just to have to play the Dodgers again in the postseason. And I get would...
0: cheated out of it.
1: I would get I would literally cry.
0: Oh dude, I can't wait till they uh till they make uh checking uh you can check for swings as a challenge or for check swings.
3: I'm excited for the designated hitter. For the what? Universal designated hitter.
0: Oh, I can't wait, if, especially for Solaire. Yep. And then we'll have Acuna, um, Duvall, if we have our and Eddie outfield, in our field. Yeah. Oh, man, that'll be a crazy.
3: Our so, entire lineup will be... Different.
0: I'm very interested of in where Jock will go, because I don't think we're going to re-sign him.
3: I think Jock wants more than a one-year, $10 million deal. I could still see him re-signing with the Braves, but especially after what he did this last season, I think he wants like a three- or four-year deal. I mean, he's won two World Series in a row and been a key yeah. player in both of them. Like he deserves so, it.
1: Yeah. So I have a question. I have a question for you, Rhett. Because okay. I and, and Rhett, I'm going to give you some credit here because you usually are the quickest to find um, <clears throat> insider knowledge. You know, you, I mean, you're always checking sports forums and stuff like that. Where do you think that Jock goes? Because I've got my top two in mind. And I really mean
3: the. T- Top two are going to be easy guesses just because I would think it would be the Dodgers or us. There are two teams that he knows. He's, I mean, he's really good friends with everyone on the Dodgers. He spent a long time there. He loves Atlanta. I mean, we went to the parade, we saw exactly how he feels about Atlanta. And he loves our team and he loves the city. So I would assume one of those two. But that being said, any big spending team can come and grab him.
0: You know what I'm gonna what I'm I'm have a hot take? I think the Cardinals might go after him.
1: Yeah, I was say... because they just that lost
0: Castion Castionis Castell- <laughs> didn't re-sign them.
1: Yeah, Zach, I, I was would, gonna say that my talk to are the Yankees or the Cardinals.
0: I, I would know have the Yankees and definitely four. Cardinals.
1: Like, okay, listen, I understand the Yankees just spent money on Joey Gallo, and um, Gallo's pissed I'm- though
0: because he Rizzo is also there.
1: Yeah, and Tony Rizzo but I think that they would trade Joey Gallo and uh, like I think that they might do that I think they might acquire Jock or sign Jock and then I think they the, uh, you could see them trade uh, Joey Gallo Joey Gallo is a good player and I think the Yankees overpaid and the Yankees are not known for making the smartest money decisions they could do it
3: Yankees are essentially spending monopoly money with their owner like money means nothing.
0: Oh, sorry. It's, 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 it was, I was thinking Voight So that's what that i yeah. But yeah so I'm very curious Of what we're going to do too because we have, We'll have Jock Duvall, Eddie, Solaire And Acuna That's five outfielders If we get designated hitter we'll have four And one of them is going to have to be a bench player And Jock doesn't want to be a bench player anymore right. He wants to be out on the field every game
3: there's no um, way we're sign everybody. We lose someone.
0: Well, so anthopolis is said that he's going to make our 2021 2022 roster a much higher payroll as and he's willing Good. to
1: spend a lot of money on them. So let's talk about this because I think I and so like we know that the that baseball is I mean it's very I mean it really is money ball, right? And so you're trying to see how far you can go on the most efficient budget of players. But we've made it now. And so with that World Series behind us, I I don't actually know what the profit boost is in sales. But I have to imagine that it's enough that you're going to be like, mm, yeah, we don't mind spending an extra $200 million on players. An extra I have say, $200 million yeah. a
3: year. Especially, all-
1: what do you say, Red? An
3: extra two hundred million per year when before we were spending one hundred and forty million a year. I, I could I see think- us bumping it up by forty million a year, but I don't see us bumping up past the highest paid team in baseball.
0: But the good thing is, is that yeah, we just won the World good, Series, yeah, actually, so we got lots like a, of money for that. Maybe I don't
1: have a good grasp of maybe I don't have a good grasp of how much money is on a baseball roster. But okay, yeah.
3: let me sure. put it into perspective. There were two teams over three hundred million last year, being the Dodgers and the Yankees. We were sitting at. I think 130 million.
0: Yeah, I think they are right around 128.
3: 180.
0: My question is though: is how? What's the? Isn't there a cap?
3: Yeah, but you can pay money as like a thing to go past the cap. Ah. Baseball is the only sport that does that.
1: You basically are paying money to pay people additional money. Interesting. It's like it's like when you work too much, which is why know.
3: the Yankees and the Dodgers, their owners don't care.
1: Their owners do not give a shit because if they win, because those 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 fan bases are so populated, those cities are so pop like so popular that if you win, you're going to make so much in sales that it will pay for itself. I mean, they probably True. already are doing very well, right? Like I'd have to the only They would have can, to be positive. Yeah. The only team I can think of that what before twenty twenty wasn't like was known for paying a lot of money and making really stupid financial choices was the Dodgers but it's probably paid off.
0: Uh, But especially after this year with the Braves, they sold out like every postseason game, won all the postseason series. And the handle of
1: the the playoff games, like a certain percentage of the the playoff games, the handle goes to the home teams. And the Braves, until the World Series, the Braves had the majority home games. Yep. So... I'm very
0: curious of how the outfield is going to look next year. And if DH comes in, are we going to keep those four? If not, are we keeping Haradia for his for the uh, sub? And what we'll do with that. Um, a couple more cool stats. So, Braves had most consecutive postseason appearances without a World Series win of 16 in MLB history.
1: So, thank God we snapped that. Oh, Zach, that's what I meant to say. You were talking about Brian Snicker earlier, and Artie and I were going through the stats and we're like, wait a second, since he's taken over, he's won the NL East every single year.
2: Yep. And they've gotten better almost every, like they've had a better finish almost every year that he's been there.
0: Yeah, the only reason I don't like Snicker is sometimes his bullpen... Him switching the bullpen is what... I don't know
2: if that's necessarily on him, though. I think he's also got the mindset of longevity. Let me keep my guys fresh so that my four aces can all pitch for 30 games each.
3: That's also, like, if that works out when he makes those decisions, he's the smartest person ever, and when it doesn't work out, he's the worst coach ever. I think he's making statistical choices, And sometimes they don't pay off, but obviously they worked in the long run.
1: True. Honestly, I think that's why I love him so much because Snit is so high risk, high reward. He also, while he
2: did a really good job of by spreading out the bullpen too, because our bullpen, like the latter half of the season, was doing a really good job of, he was kind of finishing out who he wanted for the playoffs. And then who he was going to eventually put in the World Series, because we had like twelve people all pitch bullpen at different points of the year, and then it just slowly got narrowed down. The closer we got to the latter half of the season, to where we had five or six guys that we could put at any time and trust to go one to two innings at any point and do really well.
0: Yeah, and my one quite my one other question for him. Is why didn't Rich Rod get on the any postseason roster? <laughs> it doesn't matter, Jack,
1: It doesn't fucking matter. I know it doesn't I'm matter,
0: sorry. but we literally paid, We literally picked him up at the uh, trade deadline and didn't even use him.
1: Listen, I, I think that was. Think... A,
2: I think that was a more of a long term decision. Let's build this. I think it was also in case we didn't see Jackson Matzik <laughs> and Will Smith perform at the end of the season that the way they did. I think they got Rich Rod as more of a security blanket for Will Smith than anything else, and then we saw what happened.
0: And then he actually decided to become a pitcher. Yeah. But, yeah. So, another thing about the trade deadline picking up, we're the first team in MLB history to have both LCS and World Series um, MVP picked up midseason. So the two got the two MVPs we got were after the trade deadline or right at the trade deadline. So that was pretty crazy. Oh, and we did this for Hank Aaron, by the way, we won 44 games before the all-star break. We won 44 after the all-star break. And then we won in the 44th week of the year. Yeah.
2: I think you, I, I, It was for Hank. I'm incredibly happy about it.
0: Yep. But, hey, we're champions. We're world champions, and we're going to do it again next year. So I will be in town next year for this one.
1: Honestly, I don't believe it. I don't think you will.
0: I'm going to make sure I am.
2: No, actually, Zach, you have to go to Disney for the World Series every year now because otherwise
0: (laughs) we'll lose when you do come. I don't know if I want to take one for the team, but I might have to.
2: Yeah, sucks to suck.
0: But hey, the curse is broken. Yeah. Finally got no. our championship. Now Atlanta teams can win again. Now, let's move on oh to a- another okay Atlanta team, and the Falcons. They're they're in the playoff hunt right now. We are yeah, the yeah. third. We're the third wild
1: card as of this last week's win against the Saints. <laughs> dude i am so back on the falcons I- i'm back on every single team it's not even funny i'm so back on every team except for mine and Artie's teams that's the thing like any team that zach and i support together i'm back on well this wait no actually, actually i'm going in the opposite direction of this i'm pretty split down the middle i'm so back i don't even know which direction that i'm back in i'm so back i'm forward let me just zach go You're in about backing up
2: because you got a big butt yeah because let me just oh. yeah brontavius
1: i'm so fucking back on the falcons oh my god i'm so back go ahead zach tell them about it
0: yes well sadly we lost the panthers 19 to 13 we shouldn't have i don't know what how why we played so bad that game but we came back and beat the saints 27 to 25 my only downfall about the falcons is we like to blow leads we were up 24 to 3 and almost lost the game if it wasn't for Q. So, just- Falcons, keep winning, but figure out the trying to blow lead stuff. <laughs>
2: hey, at least, we, at least we are getting wins. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'll be happy with 500 if it gets us into the playoffs. And I'm perfectly fine if the Saints are losing. And I'm perfectly fine, especially now that Jameis Winston isn't starting anymore because he's hurt. I'm okay with the Saints losing more, and I'm perfectly okay. I'm always happy with the Panthers losing. So, yeah. We can just keep those two trends up, and we might be okay.
3: If only Tampa Bay would start losing.
2: I know, right? Yeah, but we'll see about that.
0: Yeah, but (laughs) we got the Cowboys next week, so that's a scary one. But considering how the Cowboys played this past week, we look good. We're looking good. But we'll see how that goes. We'll see. Um, rise up, let's go, Falcons. Get us to the playoffs, and do what the Braves did.
2: Yeah. But if we could have, if, if Atlanta could be like some of, be like Tampa Bay or something, and have like two or three championships in the same year, that'd be, I'd be so happy. I'll
0: say, uh, Atlanta United's on their way to the playoffs this year.
2: Yep, Atlanta. They just secured their way to the playoffs. So, so shout out to Atlanta United.
0: That's nice. So we got two. Um Hawks need to figure their crap out. They are at a slow start right now, 4 to 6 or 4 and 6. But most of their losses have been super close. They've only lost by a couple points in um in 4 of the 6 losses they've had. Otherwise, they lost to the 76ers by a lot, 122 to like 96. It was bad, but they're slowly getting back into form. I mean, some of them are coming off injury. So they'll get that. Um, Devontae Hunter actually is looking good, though, off his injury. He's putting up threes. Cam Reddish is killing it, being one of our top scorers right now. So we'll see how we do the rest of the year. But I believe that they'll find it. It took them half a year last year to find it. So we got plenty of time again.
2: Yeah, I, I think it'll be all right. I think we have... The pieces, we just have to make all the pieces work.
0: They have to start clicking again. Like with Cam Reddish being in that starting lineup with them, they got to now figure out how he plays since he wasn't there. And I think
2: it'll be beneficial for us to see how well Trey plays with the new rules. So far, he's doing okay, but who knows what he'll be doing as he gets more and more used to playing with the new rules. And being
0: a team instead of just trying to draw fouls for free throws. But Yep. he's look, They're looking good as a team. They just needed the better team chemistry. But that, I, I mean, like I said, with Cam Reddish, this, he's finally back after half the season last year being out. And so. But we'll see what happens. Um, That really wraps it up for Atlanta sports. Didn't have a whole lot. Let's move on to college football. We had the first college football rankings come out the week we were off. And tomorrow the uh, second ones will be out we're recording Monday so they'll be out Tuesday so we won't have them out for you but week one we had UGA 9-0 and of course they're insane um this past weekend they destroyed Missouri by 37 points granted they didn't get the spread but still like <laughs> yeah, trash yeah <laughs> Number two, we got Bama 8-1. and one. I do not agree with it, but you know what? Everybody likes to uh, be all over Bama. Okay.
1: Honestly, I'm not letting this one slide, Zach. We, we need to tear Alabama apart. We need to do it right now.
0: Let's do
2: it. Because I, I think their listen, offensive line is buns, and Bryce Young is the only reason why they're good.
1: No, listen, I don't care about them being good. There is one thing we know for certain and that's UGA's the best football team so far <laughs> this year and could pro- just probably will be unbeaten like they U- it's UGA's season to lose alabama just won by a, they didn't even win by a touchdown against an lsu team that has nothing to play for and an lsu team that's losing players left and right because they do not know who their coach is going to be next year um it's not it, like you literally it, alabama is so overranked here. It's pathetic. It, I mean, it's embarrassing. Alabama is not that good of a football team. They are nowhere near the number two spot in the nation. It's awful.
3: Yeah, I would. I okay, know. well, let me ask you this: Who do you think should be ranked above Alabama?
1: Well, it doesn't matter what I think because I'm going to give you some BS answer, like <laughs> like Purdue. <laughs> So that's Okay.
3: Let true. me put it this way: Do you think Alabama would beat Cincinnati?
1: <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I do not know. I understand that Cincinnati barely got a win. It, it, you know, we'll get to, like we'll, we'll we understand they're we, or we know they're number six. So like we're going to talk about them here soon. But I understand Cincinnati barely got a win over Tulsa. Alabama barely got a win over LSU, and we've seen them lose to Texas A and M. These are not the best teams in the SEC. Texas
3: A&M is still, all, after this week, they might be a top 10 team.
1: They might, yeah. They, I was going to say, they might be, though. So I could be quick, I could you know, quickly be wrong on this and just have to turn right around. But I don't think Alabama is the number two team in the country. To answer you, Rhett, I don't know. If you're going to give it to me, last week I would have said Michigan State. But now we're at one of those, we're in one of those situations where the conferences are cannibalizing themselves. The yeah, Pac-12 yeah. and the ACC are like it's not the big it's not the power 5 it's the power 3. The Pac-12 and the ACC are just out. They have two teams in the top that are holding up the rest of them. And, and so the Big 12 doesn't? <clears throat> no, the Big 12's got a couple. I mean, we'll cover them here like later on, but like the Big 12 has multiple, not just two teams at the top that are holding up the entire conference.
2: They've got at least more I give half. I would give the Big 12 3. I was yeah, about to say, Oklahoma, Baylor, and
3: Oklahoma State are the three you could argue.
2: I'd give the Big Ten three right now. And I'd SEC, give the, Ten the Ten SEC has three legit teams. Yeah. Right, and, three and, being who? Georgia,
1: Alabama, and Texas Georgia. A&M. Is that
2: who you're saying? Yeah, Georgia, Alabama,
3: and Texas A&M.
1: I'd say the same thing. I'd say the same thing.
3: I, I really would argue it. to put Ole Miss in there. If you're putting OK State in there, I would put Ole Miss in there.
1: I, yeah, the exactly. only reason why – so the only reason
2: why I would say that is I think OK State – now, I, again, we don't know how Oklahoma and OK State would do against a UGA, Obama, Texas A&M, Oregon, Ohio State, Michigan. We don't know how they would do against them. Against each other, they should be close on paper. But I, the only reason why I don't put Ole Miss in there is because of how badly they got beat. They're too by, um, and bad. You mean by Auburn? How bad uh, Alabama and Auburn. They, they, okay. were,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, they got smacked by Alabama by 21 points and then they lost eleven points to Auburn. Yeah, trash. And that's the only reason why I don't put them at that upper echelon is because of their two losses and how those two losses happened. I'll take I, I <laughs> would accept the loss to Bama, maybe. Uh-huh. uh-huh if it wasn't 20 if it wasn't three touchdowns if it was well, one possession or less than 10 i could understand but not three i i, I can't put them at that alabama uga level yeah. if they're losing by three touchdowns
1: right to answer your question though i wish i could put uga as both one and two and then just have bama tied with whomever's going to be there in that three spot for this for this coming cfp ranking but that's just not how it works right so well, let's let's move on to Michigan
2: State. What does everybody think about that Purdue game? I think you know. I think you
1: know where I stand, Artie.
2: Yeah, Purdue oh. is the sickest team in college football,
0: Purdue without can, a doubt. Why can Purdue only win against top five teams?
1: Because they are the sickest team, Zach. Yeah, if they're you, the
0: sickest team. It's it wouldn't be fun exactly. if they just beat everybody.
2: It wouldn't be fun to watch Purdue beat everybody. Yes.
1: Artie speaks oh, for just me. just like, like it's I'm not
0: fun to watch
2: UGA right now. Yeah, yeah. I can't even watch a Georgia game because, like, I was at Taco Mac this past weekend, and Alex and I were both like, "This Georgia game's boring. They're just destroying Missouri."
0: I was to say, me and uh, me and Rhett literally left in the third quarter when we went to the USC UGA game because it was boring.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to see a team win by 35-40 every time.
0: Unless Man, they're a higher state, gonna... right?
2: Well, that's different. <laughs> That's different, but I will say, in all honesty, the three or four games that Ohio State wasn't playing, like, close games, I was watching other games. Like, I would still check the score, like, watch it on my phone, but it wasn't my primary game I was watching. I was watching, like, Michigan-Michigan State, for instance.
0: That was a good game. Yeah. But But I I think
2: Michigan State, I think with this game in particular, the Michigan State-Purdue game, Purdue came out, and for whatever reason, that offense is really hard for them for a lot of teams to match up with. And I think, uh, is it Davis Bell, their wide receiver? He's unreal. 200 plus receiving yards against Iowa and against Michigan State, both teams that have really good defenses. And Michigan State just couldn't get anything started on offense. I mean, even with in my opinion, still the best player in college football and the running back. Once they needed to move the ball, they couldn't move
0: the ball. Nope. And it was kind of embarrassing how they lost to
2: Purdue does a really good job of maintaining time of possession and how they swap quarterbacks and the different sets that they are, that they play in is really hard to match up with because they're not particularly great at anything, but they're, good at like four things so you never know what's going to happen yeah
0: so i know we're going to talk about this
1: later but art are you nervous oh absolutely i'm all definitely right. nervous dude you should be like you better wear your brown shorts this weekend
0: <laughs> i can give you some of my uniform yeah i'm just gonna wear zach's whole well <laughs> <crowd. laughs> all right let's move on to number four we got oregon how what do y'all think about this rank
2: I'm I think it's it. earned. I think it's earned. If you're going to put Ohio, even though they've played close games at this point, you can't put any team in the top 10 that hasn't played a close game. Yeah. Without a and doubt. Oregon. If you're looking at the list, especially if you're looking at the AP lists, college football lists out of best win, Oregon probably has top three best win right now, based on ranking of who they've beaten. With the other
3: two being Purdue in the top three wins?
2: Yeah. (laughs) But I'm just looking, like, if you're looking at the top five teams, like, Bama's best win would be uh, Ole Miss. Georgia's best win... Would be Kentucky. I don't know. Auburn? Um, Oh, yeah. Kentucky Kentucky or Auburn. Yeah, Kentucky or Auburn. Cincinnati's best win is Notre Dame. Oklahoma doesn't count. They're not a real team. So... Yeah, Oregon's best win would be Ohio State, and beating a top-five team is a big yeah. deal.
1: I mean, it holds up. Their best win holds up well. Yeah. And I, I I will say that I think the two things I'm certain of are that UGA deserves that number one spot, and Oregon deserves that number four spot. That is it. Yeah, and I think I would not
2: be surprised if this week, after LS, after the LSU game, if we don't see Oregon move up to two. Do I think it'll happen? No, I don't think the they'll move Bama down after Michigan State's loss. Yeah, but I do I could still see Oregon moving up.
1: Yeah. I think we see Oregon take Michigan State's spot and sadly Bama
0: Bama's going to yeah, stay sadly, too.
1: Yeah, sadly Bama just doesn't move. Like it's sad, it's so sad to say because we're just I mean Red, you're asking me the question who deserves to be the number two team, but even you know that Alabama is not playing like the number two team.
3: No, I don't disagree with that, but also the two teams that could be or the three teams that could be put in their spot right now are Oregon, Ohio State, and Cincinnati. And yes, Ohio or Alabama has struggled, but I would still argue that in a head to head matchup, Alabama would at least have close games with any of them. I think they would destroy Cincinnati. Ohio State and Oregon they would have close games with.
0: Yep. So let's move on to five and six. We got Ohio State at five and Cincinnati at six. Um what do you think about Cincinnati jumping any of them? I know Michigan State's gonna move out, but now that Cincinnati's nine and oh.
1: I think we just see everybody uh, I think we see everybody shift up one including number seven, Michigan. Do you think
0: Michigan... I think Michigan State will go to six, and everybody else will jump one. Well, see, Zach...
2: I think Michigan State... Yeah, I could technically, I guess, see Michigan State going to six, only because they do have the win over Michigan. But at the same time, Michigan's only losses to Michigan State, and Michigan State's losses to Purdue. Very true. It's hard to t- it's hard to tell. But again, I'm not the one that makes the money to make this decision. Sadly, we should be so I could I could see it, but I could also see a situation where Michigan's now 6 and Michigan State 7 or 8. Cuz we can't we can't not think oh even God. though they're not on this list of 1 through 6 right now, we can't forget about Oklahoma. They're an unranked. I mean, they're an undefeated Power 5 team. I mean, they move up. You see Oklahoma State's going to move up higher into the top 10. Notre Dame is unfortunately still in that conversation for whatever reason. I don't see Cincinnati. I just don't see Cincinnati jumping anybody other than maybe Michigan State. And after the Tulsa loss, obviously, there's nothing super convincing there that would convince them otherwise.
0: Yeah. So
3: I think Cincinnati moves up to five and next week they fall back to six. I could see that. If Oklahoma wins, they will jump them because Baylor is a good team.
2: Yeah, that's just another good win on their schedule.
0: That does it for the college football rankings of last week. Um, You'll see them Tuesday, and we'll talk about this upcoming week's next week. Or, I guess, week two of the college football rankings for episode 13. But let's move on to the upcoming week. We got a good
1: good slate of games coming up. Red, did you want to talk about you 2 San Antonio
3: now? Oh, you're good. I was going to make one joke about them, and that's all I had.
1: I just I just keep thinking about you in my head, just saying, rank them, you cowards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
3: They deserve it.
0: Hmm. All right, let's start with one of the top games. Um, number eight, Oklahoma at number 12, Baylor. Who y'all got in this game? What do y'all think about it?
2: My This is my upset for the week. Uh, I think Baylor will actually surprise Oklahoma. Um, I think it would be more of a runaway win for Baylor if Spencer Rattler was still at the helm, um, but Williams has been playing really, really well. Um, but I still think Baylor wins. I think they have a better defense than Oklahoma has seen so far outside of maybe Texas. Um, and I, I think that Baylor's offense is actually finally kicking, and I don't think Oklahoma's defense is a legit team. So. I think Baylor.
3: I'm going to make an unpopular opinion real quick. I think Oklahoma finds their stride, wins out, and makes a playoff just to get killed by no Georgia or somebody.
1: No, no, no. I hate that. I hate everything. I, I see where you're going with it, Rhett, and I really hope it doesn't happen.
3: I mean, I'm I, not saying I hope it happens. I'm just saying what I think is going to happen. I think this Oklahoma team has shown a way, or shown that even when they're struggling, they can find a way to win, and they're gonna make it happen again here.
0: Yep. So I want I want Baylor to win because I hate, I don't care for Oklahoma at all, and I like seeing Baylor win. I don't know why. I've just had. I don't like
3: Baylor after what happened a few years ago with the whole incident thing. I despise Baylor.
1: What incident? Their head coach. I'm with Zach. I'm, or I'm with Red. Yeah. Go ahead, Rhett. I I'm with you
3: their some of their players had rape allegations and domestic allegations against them they told the head coach about it and the head coach helped hide it like the police and the head coach worked together to hide it all they got a postseason ban and bull ban for a few years it's a it was a horrible situation
1: oh wow So red so Rhett, i when i was going friday night to watch uh friday night during october to watch uh game three Hmm. <clears throat> Some of the guys I was going with, this guy was from Baylor, and he was an Astros fan. Yep, hate him. And so I like I made it really uncomfortable in the car when I said something about Baylor. I was like, "Yeah, I just cannot root for you guys." And he was like, "Oh well, uh, all of that was not pro- or was proven innocent or something, something." And I was like, "Oh okay, well if that's the case, then I'm sorry, never mind." Blah blah blah. And I was just. Backtracking real quick before we had a problem because I was like, "Oh, this guy and I are, not, are gonna butt heads if I'm not careful."
3: <laughs>
1: and we had not even no. I'm sorry. To, when we not even gotten to the game yet, like to to the bar to watch the game, and I'm thinking, "Oh man, th- like this guy went to Baylor and he's an Astros fan."
3: Sorry, when the head coach knows about the allegations and helps with the police to cover yeah, them up so their players messed. don't get in trouble, that's a horrible
0: situation. Yeah, that's messed up. But, like, right, I I, like, I don't like Oklahoma, but... Yeah, I didn't know about that, so... That does put a lot into Baylor being... Eh. At the same time, I don't like Oklahoma, but...
3: I don't like Oklahoma, but they haven't had horrible allegations against them.
0: I hope they both lose. Their way I hope Oklahoma
3: happen. loses, but their <laughs> quarterback gets hurt.
0: <laughs> but next, we got my upset of the week... I know, I know Rhett always tells me, don't go with your heart, but I got Mississippi State over Auburn. You fool. Yes, we didn't play great last week. We missed three field goals, and that's why we lost. If our kicker could actually kick, that'd be awesome. But I think Mississippi State can win this. We played really well, minus the field the through the field goals. And we also played super well against Kentucky, who put up a good fight against Bama. Was it Bama not no. UGA. Wasn't a huge it wasn't a great fight, but they did cover the spread, so you know the saying. Great teams cover, good teams win.
3: So I have some gripes with Auburn right now that I could see y'all taking advantage of with where we're currently at. We did really well in the first half against Ole Miss. And we haven't scored a touchdown in six quarters now. And that's very scary because Bo Nix is very streaky. And if he's on the downward slide, I'm very nervous for this game. I didn't think I was going to be nervous for this game. Our defense played an amazing game. They, I think what we had 17 points scored on us, and one of those was a score by their defense. So... Actually, I don't even think they scored an offensive touchdown. No, they scored one offensive touchdown on us all game. Um, Bo Nix needs to find his stride again. We need to figure something out before we get upset by some shitty-ass Mississippi State team. And, yeah, we'll see how it goes.
0: It's okay. We, we, it'll be a good game. But let's move on to the, uh, to the, to the giant killers. The uh, Goliath Slayers, Purdue versus your boy Arts, Ohio State Buckeyes. So Art, talk about them and well, your and in, in your your nervousness.
2: So if all things go as planned, Ohio State will walk away with a win. Um, I do think it'll be decently close. We'll see after the playoff rankings, and once obviously when this podcast comes out, we'll know what Purdue is ranked because you can't beat two top ten teams and not <laughs> get ranked. I don't think, even if you're losing, even if you've lost to random teams, um, I'm very nervous. I think our defense has been playing better, so I think we'll be okay. You honestly
1: should be already.
2: I think if the defense play, if Ohio State's defense plays like they have been, it'll be all right. And I think our offense can move the ball. It's just going to come down to can we execute and can Ryan Day's play calling actually show up and not be like it did against uh, like Oregon. Artie, let me ask
3: you a question. Okay. What happened the last time that uh Purdue played Ohio- a top five Ohio State team at Ohio State?
2: They lost. Ohio State lost.
3: Was that a close game?
2: Uh, until the fourth quarter.
3: But was it a close game when you look at the final score? No. <laughs> I do not think this is a close game again. I think Purdue has found the magic it takes to beat top five teams. They can't buy a win against a horrible team, but against top five teams, they found what they're doing. They have enough chaos that they throw these teams off, and I think it's going to happen again.
0: I can't wait yeah, to see Purdue I win it. again. And I believe it.
2: I wouldn't. Let me say this. I won't be surprised. And I think what would be funny is if I think if Ohio State lost this game, they would completely destroy Michigan State and Michigan. But I know oh, yeah. if Ohio State it's, wins this game, then they're then not
1: going to. Yeah, I agree. They'll win, you. but they'll be clo-
2: way closer than they need to be.
1: They'll win, but then also, I think that they'll they'll just have more letdown opportunities against Michigan State and Michigan. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, uh, if, they, if they if they lose this game to Purdue, then it does not matter what happens, and they're going to come out just like a bully and
2: destroy Michigan State and Michigan. Yeah. I agree with you. I'm nervous for the game, but I'm excited to watch it because Purdue is very fun to watch, and I have to watch my Buckeyes.
0: Yeah, I can't wait for that game, after how Purdue has been playing against the top five teams. So we'll see how that game goes. All right, we're going to move on to 14, Texas A&M to 16, Ole Piss. And, Rhett, I see this is your upset of the week. Talk about it, and then we'll go around the table and let everybody else talk about this game.
3: I think Ole Miss doesn't have much of a defense. Texas A&M has a defense depending on the week. I think this is going to be a high-scoring shootout. And I would rather have Matt Corral than whoever Texas A&M's backup quarterback is. So we'll see how it goes. But I think Matt Corral and Lane Kiffin pull this one off.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be a super close game. Definitely want Texas A&M to win. So Mississippi State looks better since we beat them. But we'll see how it goes. Um, Artie, I know you had a good take on this game.
2: Yeah, I think Texas A&M actually does have a decent defense. I think they are able to hold Alabama to a decent uh, score and obviously win that game. I think Ole Miss has the better quarterback and probably a better offense in this situation, but I I think it'll be Texas A&M walking away with it because I think we'll see them in the top ten once these rankings come out
1: tomorrow.
0: Yeah, and I wonder how uh, how far Ole Miss will go up. They'll go up one or a
1: couple. But, Will, you got anything on them? I mean, you guys have kind of hit it on the head. Like, A&M's a really good team because they've beaten good teams. But we know for certain that Ole Miss's starting quarterback, Matt Corral, is going to come playing lights out. So, I don't know. I, I, I kind of agree that it's going to be really high scoring. I kind of agree it's going to be a shootout. Where's the game at? Is it in Oxford or College Station? It is in Oxford. Oh, okay. Then I'm gonna give the edge to Ole Miss there, but like Texas A&M's not going down without a fight. I mean, like I could see them losing by I don't know some weird number like eight.
0: Let's move on to the dark horses of the ACC. We got 19 NC State versus or at Wake Forest, who's ranked number nine right now. Give it and, to me. All right, well,
1: take it away. Okay, I mean, like, we can admit, it was fun acting like Wake Forest was good there for a little bit. It was fun. Um, (laughs) The ghost of Artie and Will's past, University of North Carolina, coming back to haunt us and uh, giving Wake Forest their first win of the season. I just don't understand why UNC decided to play football for the first time against the undefeated Wake Forest, but couldn't do that against half of the other opponents they played. UNC lost to Georgia Tech, and then they just beat undefeated uh, Wake Forest. Like, what the heck's going on? Listen, this is a bounce-back spot. NC State is a good team. They beat Clemson, but they I, I don't think they'll beat Wake Forest. I really just don't.
0: Yeah, it's going to be
1: really a good agree. game.
2: I think, I think NC State wins this game. I think Wake yeah. Forest has a better offense, but I think uh, Wake Forest is kind of – the end of their fun run.
0: But do you think the winner of this game is going to win the ACC? Probably.
2: Yeah. I would say so. Either that do you or you think it. the
1: winner of this game is going to win the ACC?
2: Either that or Pitt. We haven't seen either of these teams really do much. That's fair. I, I, none That's none of these teams have shocked yeah. me. Like, yeah. they're better than the other bad ACC teams.
1: Sick. Exactly. And I think that goes back to what I was saying earlier, which is that these, this this conference is cannibalizing itself. So, I guess that take like, I, I'm starting to understand where you're coming from.
0: Yeah. So, all right, Will. Let's move on to your upset with – uh, you got North Carolina at number 25,
1: <laughs> Pittsburgh. Listen, listen, Pittsburgh's not a bad team, but are you uh, – Already, right, I'm doing the one thing that's burnt us the most this year, and I'm trusting UNC. I'm trusting Sam Howell.
2: No, I'm with you here. I think they're finally figuring out the offense, and I think their yeah. offensive
1: line has finally decided, "Hey, we're supposed to block people." <laughs> exactly. It's just they're looking up, and now it's week ten. They're five and four. Their season's not going to amount to anything, and they're just they're just playing for bowl eligibility. That's all they're doing.
2: Yeah, I agree it, with you there.
1: It has to be them. I mean, like it—it just—it has to be North Carolina. That's the only thing that makes sense here. Pittsburgh seven and two. Pittsburgh is an over seven and two. When I look at who Pittsburgh has beaten, yes, they've beaten Clemson twenty-seven seventeen. But Pittsburgh just lost to Miami on Halloween weekend. Yes. Miami is not a good football team. Okay, and so and they lost
2: to Western Michigan.
1: I was—I was gonna say they lost to a no-name Western Michigan team too. Like Pittsburgh is beatable. I think this is all. This is a time for UNC to hit their stride, and Sam Howell's gonna take it to them. Uh, I see. I see Sam Howell leading the Tar Heels to a seven-point victory.
0: Yeah. So we'll see how this game goes. I would love to see Pittsburgh keep destroying UNC because they were overrated at the beginning of the year and so I want them to just keep losing. But we'll move on to the last. Wait, can I bring
3: up one weird thing real quick? Yeah. So UNC versus Wake Forest, that's I'm ACC versus ACC, right? This game was scheduled as a non-conference game, so Wake Forest is still undefeated in the ACC, even though they lost to an ACC opponent.
2: Which is bananas, but it's tactical. Tactical. It's a good tactical move by them. That's very weird.
0: <laughs>
2: okay, sorry. That is all.
0: We'll move on to seven Michigan at Penn State, who dropped, who went from three to out of the rankings within like three to four weeks. Artie, I, I know think... you love talking about Michigan. Why don't you take it yeah. away? Yeah.
1: So
2: this one's tough for me because I think Michigan actually is a decent passing game. Penn State struggled with that against Ohio State um I think Penn State has a decent run defense and I think they're often I just don't think their offense is all that Michigan I think what Michigan runs away with this game Penn State hasn't impressed me the last couple of weeks. I think Penn State just I, I think Penn State got away with wins against teams early on that were preseason ranked decently high. And then they have the Auburn win. Other than that, I don't see, I just am not impressed with Penn State. I think Michigan's way better. I hate to say it, but I think Michigan wins this one. What do you guys think? I hate Jim Harbaugh.
0: (laughs) Penn State's been looking bad, but yeah, I can see Michigan definitely taking this. No,
3: I hate Jim Harbaugh. Penn State wins. I don't know how, but they win.
0: All right, that does it for college football this past week. Um, we'll be. Oh, wait! Before we do that, Artie, you want to talk about your uh, list and how it got all screwed up again? No, my list is messed up. We've given we've given up on it. We
2: all decided <laughs> we, we decided that the college football playoff committee can do their job better than I can. So uh, I'm still going to make a list more for my enjoyment, but we don't have to talk about it too much because it's all out of whack. <laughs>
0: All right, ended on that. Will let's take it to NFL. All
1: right, so NFL, we got some news, and honestly, some of it sucks. Like, some of it's going to suck to talk about. And um, so we're just going to get it out of the way to begin with. Aaron Rodgers lied to his team um, about being vaccinated, which is pathetic. It's awful. You shouldn't do that. You're placing other people in, in danger and at risk, and you shouldn't do that. Let me interrupt you real quick. Are...
0: So – Yes. A lot. Everybody's saying he lied and stuff, but according to another press conference with him is they asked him if he was immunized, not vaccinated, just immunized. And he said, yes. And I really don't care. He, I really don't. Yeah, I know you don't care, but I'm getting the facts out there. And then he said that and he's like, why didn't you tell us? He's like, y'all didn't ask like, a follow up question for me to answer. You just asked me this one question. And I said, yes. So, yeah, he technically didn't lie. Granted, he's still dumb, and I'm mad at him. But I need him back because they suck. Jordan Love yeah. sucks. But he is an idiot. I will agree with you on that. I just wanted to get that fact out there.
1: That's fine. That's fine. But, yeah. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback off you, Zach. That's fine. You're right. It, this, the decision that he made, he was trying to take ivermectin, which is horse medicine, is a really bad idea. I don't mm. do it. You're human. It's made for horses. You're not a horse. Don't yeah. do it. I don't care what you're doing in the bedroom, you're not a horse. Henry Ruggs has, uh, he basically has ended his career and um, got in a terrible car crash. Um, Listen, if you're speeding at all, you are putting yourself in danger. If you're drunk driving, you're putting yourself in danger. If you combine the two, it's just a terrible recipe for disaster. Um, this
3: was not your average speeding case, though. He was yeah. going 156 miles per hour at du- or double the blood alcohol level. That is not... That's beyond a stupid decision.
0: Yeah, he kind of ended his own life there. I think he's going to be put away for a while. Yeah. I mean, just
2: those two charges alone of drunk driving and that extreme amount of speeding is enough to put you in jail.
0: And then on top of killing, you're you, gone. When you...
2: Yeah, when the fact that the person you hit ends up dying, that is just... You're pretty much giving yourself almost a life sentence. I, there's not really a way out of it. Because um, it's just a... That's just... It's beyond... Like we said, it's beyond a bad decision. And it's heartbreaking. And I think uh, our prayers go out to the family. Who's mm-hmm. Im- impacted by that. Because it's just... You never want that to happen. And... Uh, it's just really, really unfortunate. So, yeah. Fortunately, he won't have to. Ho- hopefully, for him, uh, he and hopefully for the rest of the
1: world, he gets off the road forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's just sad because this was, he made one that we know of one, well, two bad decisions, you know, one drinking, three, and, and two, getting behind the wheel um and so what do you have for the third red Uh, on top of all of that he had a
3: gun in the car that got Uh, a gun charge
1: yeah he had weapons in the car and so i mean you know we don't need we don't need to drag this out anymore this is just a terrible situation and some really stupid decisions um let's move on now to some to some lighter news We've got Von Miller showing up with the Rams. But you know what, Artie? It doesn't matter because Adrian Peterson is signed off the waivers. It doesn't matter because Adrian Peterson is signed off the waivers after, uh, after uh, Derrick Henry gets hurt, and the Titans take it to the Rams and Sunday Night Football. It doesn't matter if Von Miller's there or not. Well, the he Rams wasn't playing. Yeah, Von Miller was
2: injured. Von Miller
3: wasn't
1: playing in the game, so. Once again, and their leading
3: backer was injured as well.
1: Hey, I would still like to say that the statement stands. It doesn't matter if Von Miller was there or not, okay? I mean, it
3: might have mattered if he was there.
1: But he was there. He was physically there. He just wasn't physically there. That, that's kind of a big difference. I'm but I'm, I'm right. Well, the point, Kyler is, Murray
3: was know. physically there, but he wasn't physically there.
1: Yeah. Okay, like, well, yeah, but the Cardinals also won, so we don't have to go through that one. The point is that the Rams are not the best team in football. They're up there. They're up there. I'll give you credit, but they're not the best team in football.
3: Okay, by that standard, Aaron Rodgers was physically there, but he wasn't mentally there.
1: <laughs> hey, hey.
2: I hey, what do you guys do you guys think that this is a better deal? Do you guys think that this is a better deal for the Broncos going forward being able to get draft picks? Or do you think that this will help the Rams
1: more? Well, let's just jump around here a little bit, because I think that this benefits both teams. The Broncos are helping work on their future. The Rams are helping work on their run for the, or their future runs, and the, the Rams are helping work on their run for this year.
0: Let's say Von Miller's and, been yeah. in the league for a while, so I think the Broncos yeah. are trying to was, get the fresh start young and build yeah. from there, like Will was saying.
2: And I think Wasn't now he, that they have a, they've decided on their quarterback – I think they're happy more so now with Teddy. I think they're looking more towards let's beef up the a new younger defense and go from there. Beef up some offensive line. Yeah, get some good get some good help for the new core that we have because they do have really good receivers. They have a good running game. They have a quarterback that they're happy with. Let's beef up the protection around them and solid, uh, solidify that defense. Get two or three bodies for one.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, I like that. The thing that I'm getting at is, uh, it's it's just interesting how Von Miller gets traded. The Rams are supposed to come out do well against the injured Titans, and the Rams end up losing. And then we turn we you know earlier that day we have the Broncos taken to the Cowboys. Nobody on the Cowboys is that hurt that they should have been losing by. Okay, yeah, they ended up losing 30 to, um, I think it was 30 to 16. But that score does not tell you how much of an ass whooping it was. It was bad. It was so bad. The the Cowboys did not score a single point until four minutes left in the fourth. Yeah, so the Broncos coming out, I, I mean, like I said earlier, dude, I am so back. I'm so back on every team that I support, Artie. I'm so back. Granted, this one's kind of like split down the middle. Like I either have to pick I have to pick to be back on the Broncos or I gotta to pick to be back on the Cowboys. The point is that I am back, the Broncos are back, and I fully trust Teddy B.
2: Oh yeah, we trust in Teddy B.
1: That's yeah. That was
2: never in doubt for me. Yeah.
1: Artie, would you say that you believe more in the Broncos than you do in the Rams? Uh say no to mean yes. <laughs>
2: The Rams are the best team in football. I'm sticking with it.
1: That is just not true, you blind idiot! That's not true. Now we're moving forward to what is, without a doubt, one of the worst games. Just probably one. I didn't. I didn't watch this game, but I have to believe this was one of the worst games to watch of the weekend. The Bills Mafia just gets absolutely embarrassed by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Zach Lafontaine, Bills Mafia bandwagon fan, what do you have to say for yourself, sir?
0: It it was embarrassing. Offense couldn't get it going. Josh Allen is, yet again, not showing his MVP status. And they just got screwed. Jags actually, it seems like they looked past the Jags. It's like, all right, let's move on to next week. Jags are easy. We can easily win this. But the Jags said, nah, we're actually a team you have to worry about. So... Josh Josh no, Allen, just, just, Jaguars tackle, just said, no, I am the Josh Allen of the league, not you, to Josh Allen quarterback, and he was right.
2: I just think that the Jaguars, I think the Jaguars defense has always been there. I just, unfortunately, the Bills just didn't show up. Stephon Diggs is still really good, but he's not the same security blanket he was last year for them. Mm-hmm. Most teams are just doubling him. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have much to add. And so they don't cool. have a run game. Like they I have s- two good running backs and no run game. It's it's who, insane. Wait, who are you talking about, Ernie? The Bills. They have yeah. Zach Moss and Singletary, both yes. good running backs, and they
1: don't utilize them.
2: Yeah, and they I can really, run. They can run with Josh Allen. Josh Allen can run.
1: I was and they just, don't utilize really, it. Just keep talking, keep saying good things, because everything that's coming out of your mouth is what I'm sending you. Tell. I now. think I could with the weapons that they
2: have, I could better coach that team. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: Keep going, Hardy. Yes.
2: In other words, the Rams are the best team in football, and the Bills suck.
1: No, I didn't. No, hold on. I'm not sure that that's what I said, but
2: I that's will. Agree. What I heard?
1: No, I will agree. It's it's kind of pathetic. Actually, it's very pathetic when your best running back is your quarterback. And it, it, let me preface this. I understand there's other teams out there, like you got the Bears that are that are having to do that. You've got, you know, Pat Mahomes on the Chiefs. You know, he'll have to run it every now and then. But when the Bills have a solid, healthy, double running back or two running back pair that should be one of the top run games, it doesn't make sense that Josh Allen have, is having to run the ball so much. Like, it, it just does not make sense. You look at... Okay, you look at someone like the Ravens. We know Lamar Jackson is probably going to pass for 200-plus yards and very likely will be running for almost 100 yards every game. That's just simple. That makes sense because the Ravens don't have a solid backfield. And
0: Lamar loves running the ball.
1: Yes, because he's good. Josh Josh Allen doesn't love running it.
0: It's just he's getting pressured a lot and his receivers can't get open.
1: Okay, no, that is not true. Stephon Diggs is what, without a doubt one of the best receivers. Yeah, in and week. you want to know what a...
0: happens when you're one of the best receivers? You get double teamed every play. Yeah, doesn't. It, I it just does don't it, think
1: they don't. They don't.
2: The Bills unfortunately don't have enough weapons outside of him. Well, they're not utilizing their other weapons in the right way, in my opinion, because they don't but, know what to do when he's doubled.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, okay, but that's the thing is that they've got. Like they have options. They've got Cole Beasley. They've got uh, what's his name, Emmanuel Sanders. Like they've got Singletary too. All of them are putting up yards. Like Josh Allen threw for over 250 yards this past this past weekend. the The problem is that it's not that your wide receivers are getting double teams. It's that you can you don't because he's rushing so much. It you don't rely. Like it shows that you're uncomfortable. As either a quarterback or as a as a coach, being the offensive coordinator, you're just not comfortable giving the ball to Devin uh, to uh, single Terry or Zach Singletary, Moss. Yeah, I think Singletary Zach Moss
0: also got injured, so he's out. Oh, for, did he? Yeah, I think he went out in the third quarter of that game.
1: Oh, okay, I was thinking that if it was like early first half, that would have explained why Josh Allen was running the ball so much. But okay. Um, Well, I mean, listen, there is plenty of other news. We've touched on the Falcons. um, And all that to be said that this whole league has been just blown wide open. One thing I will touch on, the Ravens come back again. They're down early against the Vikings. The Vikings got Dalvin Cook back. They're looking great. The Ravens, though, can never (laughs) be counted out. And with that being said... Uh, the Ravens come back from, I think it was a double touchdown or a double-digit deficit to win against the Vikings off of, once again, a Justin Tucker field goal. So, wrapping up the previous week, we'll move on to rapid fire for the coming weeks. Gentlemen, let's keep it short and sweet. No fooling around, you understand me? I understand, boss. All right. I don't know what Rhett said, and I do not care. Speaking of the Ravens, Let's dive right into a ravens. Dolphins. Artie, take it. I think that the
2: Ravens are going to handle the Dolphins. They don't have the Dolphins unfortunately just don't have too much of an offense. Tua's fine. Jalen Waddles fine. Ravens just won this game. Brett, what do you have?
3: I think the Ravens win this as well. Uh, Dolphins are just not there at all. Um and Ravens have weapons everywhere. What do you think, Zach?
0: Yeah, I think Ravens definitely come back and beat and win this because they're still mad about their loss a couple weeks ago, and they don't want to do that again. They want to be at the top again. So they're going to figure their stuff out, come out and win. Also, Tua is still questionable for this upcoming game, so we'll see if he even plays. But I got Ravens. Will, who you got?
1: I, I am really excited. This is the Thursday night football game. Because I think that the Ravens, whenever they're in like those, the Ravens have had some really good standalone games, if you know what I mean, like the Sunday night, the Monday night, and um, now the Thursday night football game. I think that we'll see the Ravens just steamroll. I think it'll be a fun game to watch. So, yeah, Ravens should take this one pretty easy. <clears throat> All right, Falcons-Cowboys. You talk about a game that Will Barnes is going to be split on. Talk about a game that Artie Lewis going to be split on. Talk about a game that Zach Fontaine is going to be split on. Falcons-Cowboys, here we go. Artemis, what's your take?
2: Dak Prescott, MVP. Cowboys win. Go, Rhett. I think all of y'all are insane. I think Zach
3: is very split in his choice in this game. I think all of y'all are very split in your choices in this game. I think Falcons win this. Cowboys sucked last game. What do you think, Zach?
0: Yeah, I was about to agree with you. I'm going to have to go with Falcons just because Falcons actually look good. Cowboys, I love you, Dak, but y'all looked terrible last week. The only time I want you to ever look terrible is against us, so I want you to look terrible next week, but that's it. Come on, fix your stuff. Will, who you got?
1: Listen, call me a banana, boys, because I am split on this one. I want the Falcons to. I really do. I really want the Falcons to because I, I want to go so far as to say that the Falcons can make a playoff run if they win this game, but I don't know that they're going to. Cowboys. You know what? No, we're we're going with the home team, Atlanta forever, Falcons. Yeah. Artie, I'm sorry, man. I just I just don't. Oh, you're good. You're good. Just just call me call me Stephen William Banana Barnes. Saints <laughs> yeah. Titans going into the next game. We have we have Saints with one crippled quarterback versus the Titans with one crippled offense that's apparently still pulling out victories left and right. Artie, what's your take?
2: I think the Titans win. Their defense was very impressive. Uh, Saints have a good defense as well, but I don't think they have the offense that the Titans do. I think even with or without Derrick Henry, they still have got enough offense, and AP is just going to get more comfortable. Those running backs are just going to get more comfortable. Titans win. What do you got, Rhett? I think
3: the Titans are on the uphill, and... Since the Jameis injury, the Saints are on the downhill. Titans should win this very easily. doesn't matter who's their running back. What do you think, Zach?
0: Yeah, Titans are looking still good. Saints don't have a quarterback. They still don't know who they want to use if they want to keep Simeon or put
1: Tyson Hill back. So I got Titans. Will? I, I agree. I don't think that the Saints... like. Okay, listen. The Saints just beat the Bucks. But then Jameis got hurt. Then they just lost to the Falcons. I mean, like, the, the Falcons even let them come back into that game, too. And the Saints just lost at home against the Falcons. I think the Titans take this one. I think the Titans prove that they that they deserve to be at the top of their conference. Titans win this game. Now, this will be a fun game because this could just be, like, this could just be, a, a, you know, a good old oily wrestle and a, and a pigsty here between these two teams. we got the Jags taking on the Colts. Y'all know where I stand with the Colts the jags though getting their first um, their first formidable win of the season so artemis do you have any reason why you why your old your old best friend Meyer is going to win this game
2: no colt's win i'm going to i think jonathan taylor now that henry's out jonathan taylor's the best running back in the league right now um, yes
1: oh yes love that take
2: yes uh and he's definitely one of the best fantasy running backs i have him in three leagues so i uh, yeah i'm going to have to go with the colt's Way too good. Solid team. Your turn, Rhett.
3: I think the Colts win this as well. Um, Jonathan Taylor is a monster. Thank you for helping me in fantasy. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't see any way that the Colts lose this. What do you think, Zach?
0: Ever since Carson Wentz came back, they're looking insane. And, yeah, Jonathan Taylor is showing up this year. I'm going with Colts. Will, who
1: you got? I just don't understand. <laughs> How do, you break, how do you break both your ankles? I don't get it. Even with that, I still think that the Colts are going to beat them. I think that the Colts' defense is going to have as many touchdowns as Jonathan Taylor does this week. Moving on to the Baker Browns and Artemis Lewis at the helm, taking on <laughs> Zach, Mac Jones, LaFontaine with the Patriots. Artie, give me one reason why your Browns win.
2: Browns win because OBJ is not there much less pressure to throw to a wide
1: receiver that is on the decline <laughs> hey fun stat about that I actually saw that Baker has performed like lights out in eight of the nine games that obj hasn't been like hasn't been playing in
2: exactly if you have a good uh, a guy that's yes a good wide receiver but he's saying pass me the ball pass me the ball pass me the ball Even if you're not intending to or the play doesn't call for you to pass to him, it's still in the back of your mind. So the fact that he doesn't have that and he has a bunch of guys around him that are not a cancer, much better. Browns win this game. What do you think, Rhett?
3: Yeah, I think the Browns win this. Nick Chubb looked very impressive. Even without OBJ, their passing game looks really well. And yeah, I could see this being a close game, but Browns win. What do you think, Zach?
0: Very, very close game. Uh, but I think the Pats can pull this one out. They are looking better and better every game. Bill Belichick and uh Mac Jones are finally clicking. So I got the uh, Pats winning. William, who you got?
1: I I have to agree with Hardy. The Browns are going to win this one by a uh, baker's dozen. But I'm... Anyways, we're going now to the Bills versus the Jets. <laughs> there's no way that they could lose twice, right, guys? There's just no way. But if there's a team that I hope it happens to, it's the Jets.
2: No, the Jets are the sickest team in the Artie, NFL. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. The yeah. Jets are the sickest
2: team in the NFL. <laughs> Bills lose. All Jets,
3: baby. Go ahead, Rhett. There's no way that the Bills lose this, right? I mean, I don't know, man. They, the Bills good the this before- team. Yeah, if you would have asked me this before last week, I would not have believed whatsoever that the Jets had a chance here. Now I'm kind of split, but I think the Bills recover. Josh Allen still has a cannon for an arm, even if he doesn't know how to use it. Um, yeah, Bills win. What do you think, Zach? Yeah, don't be biased.
0: I'm not going to be biased, but I don't think the Bills can lose two in a row. Stay. That loss (laughs) to the Jets.
1: That sounds so biased.
0: They have to have a fire in them after losing to the Jags and be like, we ain't losing to we aren't going to miss the playoffs this year. We're going to make it this year. Like we should have last year. So I think bills easily got the jets jets. Don't look good at all. So, but then again,
2: Zach, you're not watching these games, dude. The Jets are sick.
0: Mike white. They got sick after Zach Wilson went out.
1: No. Exactly. So, Zach Wilson was a But Mike problem.
0: White looking great, but he did get injured last week, so we'll see if he's back in. I still got Bills winning, though. Will.
1: Dude, listen. <laughs> the Jets are back, all right? Artie, Artie and Mitchell and I watched quite possibly one of the coolest two-point conversion plays ever. I understand Mike White got hurt and the Jets just lost in Thursday night football. Just throw that aside. That doesn't matter. The Jets are back. Now, moving on to the Lions-Steelers. Artie, just, I mean, I, I I know which way you're going with this one, Artie, but I, I'm going to give you the floor to start.
2: Lions win. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, Big Ben's too old, man. The Lions He's can so win. The Lions win this one. I'm going to keep believing almost every week. I'm going to keep believing. Lions win. All you, Rhett. Lions are not a
3: bad team considering they are a bad team if that makes sense. The Steelers yeah, are not a good best, team. They're the best
2: terrible team.
3: Yeah, but Steelers are not a good team. Big Ben is can't even remember how to throw the ball anymore. Half his throws, his hand just closes, and the ball goes two yards. It looks really bad. So uh, I think the Lions could do this, but I think Najee Harris is going to stop them. Steelers win. What do you think,
0: Zach? Yeah, I think Steelers can do it. So I got them winning. Lions just they just haven't showed me. They show me some stuff and then they just drop it off. So Will, who you got?
1: I'm with Artie. Lions win. <laughs> Big Ben's old. Lions go and take this one. Rhett's right. Lions are a lions are a good, bad team. Brett's right. Lions win. Bucks versus the football team. Artie, I know you got Tom Brady. Go ahead.
2: Bucks, Brady, Barnes beats Bravebirds pod. Bucks win. All you rep. Uh,
3: yeah, Bucks win. There, there is nothing that I can think about that would change that fact. What do you think, Zach?
0: Agreed. Will, who you got?
1: Bucks win, easy. Next up, Panthers Cardinals. Doesn't matter who's at the helm because they're still gonna play better than Sam Darnold. Arnold, go ahead. Cardinals
2: win, doesn't even matter. Cardinals win, especially if uh, D-Hop and uh, Kyler Murray are back. Cardinals win. What do you got, Rhett? Kyler Murray didn't even
3: play last week, and he is the only MVP candidate that the stocks went up. So yeah, Cardinals win. What do you think, Zach?
0: Yeah, even without Kyler Murray and Hopkins, they still did well. Cardinals win. Will, what's your pick?
1: No, I'm with you guys. I think we're all on the same side here. Everybody wants to see the Panthers lose anyways because they're in the same division as the Falcons. Cardinals go win. Okay, Vikings, Chargers. I think this uh, – I think this. Is, well, I don't want to watch this game. I don't really want this game to exist at all. So, Hardy, go ahead and talk about it while you have the time.
2: I think that the Vikings win this one. I don't think the Chargers have looked very good. Oh, my God. Well, I'm going to go with the Vikings. They almost beat the Ravens. What do you think, Rhett? Um, yeah, the Chargers are too
3: good to lose to the Vikings. I don't care that they have Jefferson, Thielen, Dalvin Cook. They have Kirk Cousins, and Kirk Cousins is enough to offset all of those people. What do you
0: think, Zach? Yeah, I'm with you. I think Vikings win. Um. Well, who you got?
1: No, I agree. I think this will be a fun game. Uh, the, I mean, like, the Chargers are not a bad team, but I think the Vikings win. Just because... Alvin Cook's back. Like the Vikings should have beaten the Ravens, but the Ravens are just the Ravens. They can they do that thing where they get down big and then they come back against teams. The reason the Raiders beat the Ra- the Ravens and the Vikings didn't beat the Ravens is because the Raiders didn't go up big against the Ravens. They only went up small against the Ravens, and therefore the Raiders beat the Ravens. But the Vikings lost to the Ravens. You know where I'm going with this? It's all about the Ravens. We're, we might be talking about the Vikings, but you guys understand it's about the Ravens. It's all about the Ravens. It's always I know was, what you're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's all yeah, about the Ravens. Yeah. It's all about the Ravens. Vikings are a good football team. Chargers going to lose this football game. Vikings win. Now, time for the main event. Eagles. Trust come.
2: in Teddy B. Just That's all I got. Trust in Teddy B. Trust in Teddy B. Broncos win. What do you have, Brett?
3: I think the Eagles win.
2: Fuck, Fuck Will Barnes. Fuck what you. do you think, Zach?
0: Broncos, yeah, they They suck. Eagles. Zach,
1: they just beat your Cowboys. I, uh, you're just, you're, you're just yeah, mad. Yeah, you're I'm,
0: right, but Cowboys look terrible. Broncos still is, look bad. What do
1: you mean the Cowboys Dude, look we'll, terrible? That we'll was tell, me, tell
0: me how many upsets happened this weekend.
1: Okay, no, comparing no. other teams doing bad, which, funny enough, you support most of the teams that lost anyways. No, mean, I support
0: most of the ones that – okay. Yeah, you're right. I no. Do.
1: Nope, I know I'm right. I, I did my research. Yeah, I, dude, I, believe in, yeah, I believe in science, unlike so Aaron Rodgers. And I can tell you for a fact that the Cowboys' second loss of the season being to the Broncos does not look good for them. They've looked fine before now. Now go on with your take. Or is it my turn now? I don't You're remember. Good. I got Eagles winning. Well, you go. Okay. I will probably be in attendance at this game. I trust in Teddy B. If Broncos are going to win this football game. Melvin Gordon might run for like 200 yards. The Eagles are listen. The Eagles are a bad team, like a bad team. They're not good. They are a bad team. Broncos gonna win this football game. Seahawks Packers already. It's Geno Smith versus the Packers, or maybe Russell Wilson. It, we're not really sure who it is, but whoever it is, there, you know, it's them.
2: I think Seahawks win if Aaron Rodgers is not back. If Aaron Rodgers is back, just, then the Packers win. So I'm gonna go for right now with what I know. Seahawks win this game. What do you have, Rhett? I think
3: Oh. Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. No, Seahawks don't do Finn. it. Yes. What do you think, Rhett? Zach?
0: I I think cuz um Rodgers is supposed to be back by Saturday. So like Russell like Wilson already, will already also said. Be back. Yeah, but Aaron is better than Russell Wilson. He has a better team behind him. I got I got Packers winning if uh, Aaron Rodgers is back. If he's
1: not, then Seahawks. Will? I, dude, listen. The Packers could win this football game with uh, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers coming back. But they're both idiots. And therefore the Seahawks will win. I'm sorry. I've said my piece. I'm sorry. They're not horses. They're just football players. Chiefs, Raiders. Artie, right, break it down.
2: You know what? What? Raiders. I'm gonna have to go with the Vegas Raiders. Raiders. Too good, in my opinion. I don't think the Chiefs got it this year. What do you have, Rhett? I think the Chiefs win this. I know they've been on a downward slide, but they still have Mahomes,
3: Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. They're missing Edward Tilaird, yes. On paper, they have an okay defense. I think they can hit their stride here and win this one. What do you think, Zach?
0: Yeah, Chiefs got this win. Raiders, they're iffy right now. Will, who
1: you got? I, The Chiefs just haven't been turning it on for offense. They're they're just not. And I think that even with all of the controversy behind the Raiders as of late, I don't know. Maybe it would do well for them to win one, just morally for the program. So that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna root for the Raiders on this one. I, I like what I've seen out of them. They did just lose to the Giants. Yeah, I get that, but the Chiefs barely beat a very injured Packers team, right? So, yeah, Raiders win this one. Now we've got the final game of the slate: Rams 49ers. Ooh, this actually sounds like it might be a fun matchup to watch. Rams 49ers already. Go ahead. I know what you're going to say, all right? I know what you're going to say. The, L- L-
2: the LA Rams are the best team in football. That's all I have to say. Rhett, tell me otherwise.
3: Rams are not the best team in football. I do think they win this, but they're not the best team in football. What do you think, Zach?
0: Yeah, I don't know how a 5-2 and two team can be the best team in football. Or 6-2. and two. What's their record?
3: Six and two, I think. Six
2: and two.
0: Yeah. I don't know how a six and two team can be the best team in football. So I definitely don't think they are, but they will take the win. Will, what about you?
1: Dude, I don't know. Um, I think the Rams need a bounce back spot. I think this is it. 49ers, Jimmy has not looked like a G. Rams, you had every reason, you had literally every reason to win this game against the Titans. And I think you're just going to be full of rage. Rams are going to come out and prove to us they are one of the best teams in football. This is it. This is the time to do it. Rams take this football game.
0: All right. That does it for episode 12 of the Brave Birds pod. We are champions. Braves won the World Series. We'll see you all next week. Let's go, Braves.
2: Go, Braves, baby.
3: We better have Freddie Freeman by then or I will rage. Same.